Someone else alongside us. It's our first guest episode. Um, you know her from uh, Crack.com's After Hours and other comedy things. It's <laughs> Katie Willard. Yay! Hi! Yay! Yay! And, Class. and we know her just as a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we can say we all used to work together. Yeah. We did. And uh, uh, I mean, this podcast started because Kirk and I would talk about music all the time. But also, so would Katie talk with us yes. about I love, by the way, I listened to your We're Watching MTV episode. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I love you airing my business out there. You were like, well, Katie and Greg were together. Oh, we I was immediately. <laughs> and then they broke up. I was like, do you want me to talk about how we broke up at a Denny's when we were having dinner? You know what? I was immediately <laughs> embarrassed. Like, even not even when I listened to the episode later, but as soon as the words were out of my mouth, I was like, that wasn't appropriate to say. <laughs> you could have just been like, we work together. Yeah. And and now we don't anymore. No, I but told you were the like, whole no, story. They, yeah, they were together and then they yeah. were together for almost a year and then you know she wanted to know where things were going and then like, <laughs> Come on, I didn't oh I didn't know all your business in the street like that. I just thought yeah. it was so beautiful. Because I could I think I could hear it in your voice. I think I could hear you be like, say it and then try and, and talk yourself out of yeah, it. Like, yeah. It was beautiful. I was just listening. <laughs> Kirk got the, the he didn't know what was going can, on, so can can we go back to the Denny's? We, what? We what? went to dinner at a Denny's and yeah. then uh, we're not planning on breaking up, but by the time we left, we were broken up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We just wanted different things. No, no, that's it's just because the, <laughs> it's more the Denny's. Yeah. We were eating. What was so funny is how different we reacted because I like was like t- talking through it and just like shoveling food down my throat, and then Greg was did not eat anything mm. of his salad. Mm. Wow. What did you have? I had eggs and, <laughs> and bacon. Solid. Katie Willard meal. It's yeah. very good. I'm yeah. eating bread again. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you used to never eat bread. Does that mean you can eat pizza? Yeah, and uh, I do. I eat a lot of pizza. Oh, all those pizza parties at work that you skipped. Yeah. Oh, I didn't skip them. I just, just ate cheese, cheese and, yeah. and meat off the top. But to refresh the listener's memory, just in case they don't remember episode two, kind of what we're referring to mm-hmm. is that Kirk and Katie and I, on several occasions, have done a thing where I, sort of like the precursor to this podcast, right. I would like... I hate using this word, but I don't curate. know. This guy would curate. 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 That's what you did. Of music videos that I thought you guys would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you guys would come to my apartment and we'd watch them. We'd have like a little viewing party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that was sort of the inspiration for this podcast. So, uh, yes, it was. I knew from the beginning I wanted you to be the first guest because we're sort of a trio anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. I, I mean, love that. I'm not wearing plaid though. I feel like no. I'm well, that's fucked right. up, guys. No one had to know that. It's not, it's not a big <laughs> I know it. No one had I to know, know about it. her breakup, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, true. That's true. True All right. that. Well, let's dive right in. So, because normally we choose a theme. I mean, Katie, you are the theme. Katie's the theme. Uh-huh. We're just going to be watching videos that you like and artists that you like. I'm so it's really just, excited. It's a grab bag of stuff that you like. It's yes. really wide-reaching, folks. Yeah. So, the first... I remember, like, the first... Um, night that we did that viewing party mm-hmm. you know we watched the videos that I picked and then we spent just as much time like off the cuff like pick, picking other videos and I think the first one that you wanted to watch 
was the video for Tusk yes. by Fleetwood Mac. Yes. So tell us a little bit why you like this so much. Uh, I have been a Fleetwood Mac fan since I was probably 13. I like got really into Fleetwood Mac, and yeah. I went my 15th birthday. I saw them at the San Diego Sports Arena. I was the youngest person wow. oh, there. Oh, by far, I'm sure. Uh, and, yeah, I just, I've, I've always loved Fleetwood Mac. And Tusk is great because it's just, like, that whole album is just coke-fueled and, and ridiculous. It's real weird. Yeah. And it's, like, it's great, but it is also, like, Lindsay kind of being, like... Losing his mind. Yeah. Like, going so out of his mind, like... Just bending over backwards not to remake rumors the right. way the label wanted him to. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to try and do the opposite of what everyone likes, which is, like, fine as a creative exercise, but I think that sometimes it gets a little kooky. But Tusk is an amazing song. And this video, I actually just, on Saturday, saw Billy Joel at Dodger Stadium, which mm -hmm. is where they filmed this video. Oh, oh yeah. With, With the USC marching band. The USC band. marching band. And, and they, yeah, and they also like recorded the actual that performance. Song. Yeah. So yeah, and this is like pre MTV, so it's unusual to have a music video yeah. at all. Yeah, this is great because you get to see Stevie Nicks uh, and all of her baton twirling skills. Ooh, oh, that's nice. And it's also just a cool ass, like really percussion heavy song. Yeah. Well, I love this because like you can tell Mick Fleetwood is like. This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, something I get to do. Yeah. He's so excited. This is the Fleetwood Mac that I grew up on. Right. Like, sure. I knew of them when Tusk came around. Because it's, it's, was it, it's like 89 or 80? Yeah. yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, I, I know this band, Tusk. But like, our Fleetwood Mac. It was I, the earlier stuff that I didn't know about. The more popular. Like, even rumors? Right. Not a little bit. Like, little you were bit. more aware of Tusk? I was more aware of Tusk. God, that's this that's bass line, The bass line when it comes in is so insane. That's why I love John McVie is because he's such an insane, like an insanely good bassist, but he is so low key. Yeah. Uh, like when you see them perform, I've seen Fleetwood Mac now I think like three, three times, and Stevie twice, and Lindsay once. And John McVie will just stand by his amp, like kind of facing the audience, but yeah. not really. Listen to that. Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Mm -hmm. Real, he's a real, he's a real typical bass player. <laughs> there we oh, go. Oh, look at her. That's impressive. Now, Stevie I mean, trying so hard to breathe through her deviated septum. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look she's at good. how cute she is. Oh, I love it. I, oh, she's look, like I a like girl. Stevie Nicks plenty, but it, I'm well on record yeah. as a Christine McVie fan. Yeah, well, she's also amazing. I don't know why. Why is, Mick has a cardboard cutout cut of himself? Cutout of himself? I don't know why. Is this song... A straight up Lindsay from his brain inspiration, or is this like? No, here here's what this is. Um, apparently, this was just like for sound checks. They would kind of play this vibe. They would they were vamp all on this yeah. music, and Mick was like, "Let's like kind of build it out and, yeah. and record that oh, okay. for the album." I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. I found that out today <laughs> when I, like, I read about the song. Because I am I like Fleetwood Mac okay, but I'm not a Fleetwood Mac expert. So. Right. The Chain is one of those songs where, like, Lindsay was in charge of the melody and Stevie had... And he was in charge of, like, that and the chorus and she was in charge of the verse. Like, it was a total Frankenstein song. Yeah. It was, like, three different songs put together. She had written lyrics but had no melody. And, he, and, and then I think, like, Mick probably came up with the drums mm -hmm. yeah you know because yeah. that song is so drum heavy so just to describe a little bit of what we're watching it's like they're in dodger stadium 
with the Trojans. Drinking yeah. champagne. Oh, yeah. Out of those, like, 1920s champagne glasses which that are, is, like, really shallow. Which is really out of character, because Fleetwood Mac was, like, a real clean living kind of band. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, also, like... It's the best. They actually are, like, recording the, the single while they're shooting. Yeah. I love in the um, the dance, which was they when they got back together just to do the live one live show, and they had a CD recording from that. When that that was that crazy like drum solo of mix, that was when the USC marching band runs down the aisle with all their stuff yeah. and sets into place, and then they come back for this bit in '97. Yeah, '97, yeah. so good. I mean, they look like it's so hot out right now. Yeah, this yeah, <laughs> this looks really hot that they're doing this, and they have to wear those helmets. I'm also like, who is the who is the band member that's like, let's fucking get the USC Trojan marching band. Like, is that is that Lindsay? Probably Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. like, Lindsay snorts up that's, a line that's and goes, a real "You know what we need? Yeah. You know what we need? We need the USC marching." My uncle went to USC a little later, a little after this, I think in the mid to late '80s, and he mid mid late '80s. He said that they would play that at football. Oh, look, they're cutting to it. Oh, yeah. They're cutting, they're just yeah. Losing that, their the, the video and the But they the would play it when they come down, you know. I mean, I think it's probably they have to play it for every USC game, always. Well, it's a really great marching band, yeah. like, uh, arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another cool fact about it. I like it. we're now just watching the USC marching yeah. band in yeah. like, <laughs> off-season yeah. game or whatever. I mean... The song won a Grammy, so everyone in the marching band won a Grammy. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because wow. they all performed on the... That's sweet. And for a while, I, um, and I don't know if it's still true, but the single had the record for like most performers on one Yes, single. I right. do remember that one. Yeah. Until the polyphonic spree or something yeah. like that, <laughs> where it was like 9 million people. <laughs> that's great. It's like, fuck you, UCLA. I love marching bands. Imagine that, though, like, you just are in your college marching band. And you get to do something and here really comes, cool. Yeah, yeah, here comes fucking manic, coked out Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. Like, hey guys, I was wearing a, put wearing you a all co- on the next Wearing a kimono. Yeah, and then by the end of the semester, you have a fucking Grammy. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> the genius good... of Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Buckingham. Did I say Lindsey Graham? Yes, you did. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Lindsey Graham. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, really we're just... excited about this one. So. Is this your, I mean, is this next artist your favorite artist, your yes. number one favorite? I associate yes. this artist with you now. Me too, because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've heard their hits, but I've never done a deep dive into Roxy music. Roxy music is great. And Brian Ferry. And Brian Ferry is also great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had asked you to send me the videos you wanted to mm-hmm. look at for this episode. Yes. And you sent Angel Eyes mm-hmm. by Roxy Music. With which I'm not familiar, so you're going to have to guide us through this one. Why did you pick this one? Because I know that when we watch videos, you specifically say, like, let's watch videos that have an interesting premise or, like, are crazy in that way because mm-hmm. that are visually videos of just people playing music mm-hmm. are not that exciting. Yeah. Now, while, because Roxy Music, most of the stuff that they were doing is pre, at least Roxy Music, not necessarily Brian Ferry solo, but Roxy Music is pre-music videos, mm-hmm. so they do, like, they do have performance videos. But um, they're all kind of... There was one that I almost picked. It, it was the a video for Love is a Drug where they're performing on a, on a show and uh, Brian Ferry is wearing, like, his, his commander outfit and he has an actual, like, 
piece of gauze over his eye and mm-hmm. then an eye patch and then there are bubbles it's very yeah, weird I've, I've seen that one. um but i picked this instead just because the visuals are so interesting and also the song is great yeah okay so, that's and why. like what album is this from what year is uh, this uh angel hold on i gotta google i gotta google it oh come on you're super not fan. a fan <laughs> no i'm bad i'm actually really bad at like because i listen to just through things like, like i'll just listen back to back to back to back mm-hmm. i things run mm-hmm. it like bleed into each other like yeah. i vaguely yeah. know like i know it's on avalon like that sure. i can tell you sure. I, I don't know if angel eyes is on hold on avalon's a great song yeah. Uh, that was what my parents' their first dance was to. Ooh, oh wow! Yeah, well, yeah I think was... I I think I liked it from. Uh, you got your love of Brian Ferry from in your utero. Mm-hmm. Oh, in utero, sure. Like, cause she, no, they they listened yeah, to yeah, yeah. it a lot into Roxy music. Here we go. Let's see. That's how I got my love of Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, it's <laughs> off of it's off of Manifesto. So this is. Uh, Nineteen seventy nine. Okay, I don't even know if so, I know this. I think you'll... Oh, yeah, I do. So, there's two women playing a harp incorrectly. (laughs) I think they're playing it wonderfully. They're very Grecian, but also with gold lame. It's very solid gold. And Okay, see this Brian Ferry wearing a lilac suit and playing some weird flute. I mean, that... Kind of? What is it? Is he, is he, is he just like yodeling? Or is he just He's just yodeling into his hands yeah. like a flute. He's like an invisible piccolo. Saxophone. Yeah, the horns yeah. on every rock scene. The whole thing's very pastel. Oh, that suit is great. Yeah. God, he just, all he has to do is like sway. Mm-hmm. It's great because, I mean, that's all he does, but it's all that's, he needs to do. Yeah. He did, I saw him in concert. He's got a very, he's very like specific stage presence. Yes. Uh, he, I saw him for my birthday last year, and actually I'm gonna see him for my birthday this year with Ooh. my mom. We're going to the Santa Barbara Bowl. It's gonna be great. Um, but he, oh, and some man is playing a double trumpet. Yeah. Um, I thought that was an acoustic horn. But all he, <laughs> <laughs> call back to something that wasn't recorded. Yay, Paul wins. Uh, but when he performs, he like stands. Sometimes when he's not at his piano, he'll stand at his mic and he'll have his legs spread, one at the left or the right, and he'll just slowly, like to the beat thrust his hips with his one hand on his thigh yeah. and like kind of lean on the mic and it's amazing. He's amazing. You studied him quite well. I love, his stage presence is so weird and great, like. I mean, he's he's really cool. Yes, yeah, he's the coolest. And the, the truest essence of the yeah. word. Yeah. It's like he's doesn't have to try that hard because yeah. he's just got but it. He's also a bit of a weirdo. But um, in an accessible way. Yes, but also in an artistic way. Yes, yes. Like, he makes weird faces and has a weird voice, you know? Like, I think that he's technically not the best singer. Yeah. But it's just the whole package. Yes. I almost did Slave to Love, which is just, like, everybody fucking is just the <laughs> that video. It's, like, three different storylines, story and one of them is, like, he's... A famous man who rides jets, and then there's this other group, these two people that are tangoing, and then there's like this really hot woman in a bed. Yeah. I love that he would just like, I mean, the way he met Jerry Hall is she was on the cover of Siren, and he was like, hey, you wanna be my girl? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, yeah, I do. 
And then she left him for Mick Jagger, which I still don't fucking get. And then, then now she's married to Rupert Murdoch, and you're like, what? Yeah, All right. like, yeah. How do you go? Oh. Yeah. And then the the video ends with two women who look like um, those posters that are in from the 80s that are in like nail salons yeah or the like cover the, of the, the bar by, of yeah Duran Duran I think I have one of those Duran posters Duran yeah I, one of us should know what artist it is that that, that style but none of us do I should know and that's <laughs> yes I do blame yeah. you yeah uh, you were a dance major in the 80s <laughs> yeah. I feel like no, you should know were you a dance major it's a dance major in the 90s Paul but yeah. oh yeah that's oh right. my yeah. god yeah Kirk. that's a whole other story Kirk yeah oh look you don't have to go back you can just go yeah um yeah, we probably, if you had wanted to, we could have just done a whole Roxy Music episode. Yeah. Uh, I... But there are other artists I know you love. I do. Especially this next one, who also, for me, especially in late high school, early college, I really didn't listen to anything else but Talking Heads. Right. And I can, only, I can see, like, there's a line to be drawn that's not too indirect between Brian Ferry and... I, yeah, For sure. I, I feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the glam, the the experimental nature of. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roxy Music was more glam, and Talking yeah. Heads was more art. You know, art school. Yeah, and David Byrne doesn't really have any of the coolness no. that Brian Ferry has. No, he's yes. If Brian Ferry was way uh, mm-hmm. like nerdier and quirkier, yeah, more cerebral. And, because I feel yeah. like like Roxy Music is very like. Lead with the hips, yeah. You know, lead yeah. with lead with the organs. The sexual yeah, I organs. Mean, Whereas Talking Heads is like, hey, let's Talking talk Heads about has our brains a million and our positive things going for it, but Talking Heads is never ever sexy. No, <laughs> no, no. But I feel like the same person could like them at different times, times in their day. life. Yeah, in day, yeah, in night, and yeah. Because, like, I always associate Talking Heads and Roxy Music with, like, art majors. Yeah. Yes. And but Roxy Music, to me, is always a little romantic. Yes. A little sexual. Yeah. Well, Talking Head during the day. Yeah. Roxy Music during at night. night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I get that. Um, so, for the first... We're going to watch a few things about Talking Heads. Yay. So, I just wanted to pick one music video of theirs. And I didn't want it to be one of the like really popular ones yeah. that you could see on VH1 or MTV all the time uh, through the years. Um, this this song was not one of their bigger hits, but I think with Talking Heads fans, that's so odd that you say that because for me this song is like yeah. a big song. I don't know if that's because I'm a Talking Heads fan or if it, it like I, I feel I've like never heard most it. really casual fans who like. No, Psycho Killer, Psycho Killer, and she was yeah. once in a lifetime. Like the stuff they play on the radio, oh, might not even so know this good. song. Oh, that's um, a shame. It's from, but it's a lot of fans' favorite, and it yeah. was a single. It's from uh, what's the name of the album? I don't know. More, Speaking wait, in tongues. Yeah, I was like, it's yeah. not more built, nor more songs. So about yeah, we're talking about uh, this. Must be the place. Parentheses, the lamp, the naive melody. The lamp dance. And it's a, I mean, it's a really pretty song. David Byrne said it's the only love song he ever wrote with the band. And the video's kind of weird and fun. And uh... Keep playing. It's from a movie that I'm almost positive oh, is oh. Oh. I love my friend Christy Harrison, who's a writer for Cracked. She has a needlepoint on her bedside table that says, uh, feet on the ground, head in the sky, it's okay, I know nothing's wrong. Which I was like, that's beautiful. (laughs) So this is, I think, 
I'm, the 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 movie stopped making sense. The concert movie is mm-hmm. from the tour that supported speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. But I think the video is pre. Um, stop making sense. Stop making sense because okay. that was like 84, 85, and right. I think this is eighty three or eighty four. But they have the band in place, so this video has like Steve Scales and Lynn Mabry, and I don't think Bernie Worrell is in it, but no, but the, I love the, Bernie the the added backing band that they added for that tour is in this video, and they're all watching home movies that they made of each other. I just figured out what this song is from. Yeah. Also, it was used in Wall Street. It's really? Yes, and it's the part where Charlie Sheen has just gotten rich, and uh, uh, Daryl Hannah is helping him pick out, like, art for his wall. Oh, I remember the scene. I don't remember the music being used Yeah, and they use this song. Oh, yeah, there's Bernie. This is so... Oh, baby! Yeah, there's uh, Chris France and Tina Weymouth with their kid. Who would be like 30 something now. And they're wearing silver and something. They're yeah. wearing suits made of aluminum foil. What is it? Steve Scales. What's the other, the guitarist who just shreds oh, on what a yeah, day that I was? Alex something. Yeah. He is insane. Like, I sent it to you. I don't think we're going to watch it because it's not here, but I sent you, um, uh, what a day that was! That's yeah. From Stop Making Sense, which is both of our favorite performance from that, that live concert, performance yeah. is. Oh, <laughs> that's is, vaguely culturally yeah, yeah. sensitive. Well, it's not as cool for non-native Americans to dress as like Native, Native Americans, Americans and put yeah, firewood yeah. in a teepee. Okay. So yeah, the first half of the there video they watch that yeah they're all there. He can keep up with the. David Byrne running. Oh, is is there running. anything less natural looking than David Byrne sitting around with a bunch of people having fun watching home movies? Yeah. It's he it's looks very awkward. He's just there very like, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is socialization. Yeah. Why, why are he you can't be, even. He he's can't, like, yeah, like he can't be, weird. He can't just be like normal. Yeah, so now oh, they've gone, gone down into, into the, the basement, basement and they're going to perform yeah. the song. But he's like, I can't even walk across the room yeah. without being artistic. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I have to present something. I love his. Uh, I think I make fun of David Byrne because I love him so much. Yes. You love what about him? I love the backup singer. They're yeah. my favorite. But if this is pre the tour, pre stop making sense, you can sort of see kernels of it. Yeah. But it's uh, you know it's a lot more domestic. Yeah. It's a really pretty song. It's such a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's just happy, Jerry's just happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> also young. It's like, I was a great keyboard player until they put fucking Bernie, Bernie Warrell Warrell. in the band. And now, and now I'm just hanging out, plink plonking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he just he just can't sing it. He's got a Do neck chicken neck thing. Yeah. Chicken neck thing. Yeah. Look at him in the back, the guy in the background. He's just so happy he's to be so happy in the to tambourine. He's happy to work. Got my tambourine, got my shaker. Right next to the fridge with all the soda in it. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of 
close-ups of uh, Steve Scales like taped fingers playing conga and stop making sense. Oh, That's there's a, a grandma has come in with yes. tea. A hired and actress some sort of biscuits. Their, oh, their see, it is home. It is the place they want to be. Yeah. That. So, since we've been talking so much about Stop Making Sense, mm-hmm. which people, I think, generally are pretty familiar. Yes. And R.I.P. Jo- Jonathan Demme, oh, who just died. Yeah, I know. A couple yeah. weeks ago. A uh, bummer. Um, we just released our episode on Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, we talked about Documentary Now and the Blue Jean Committee, which was Wonder like a real, like, kind of, of a Steely Dan parody. Right. So in the second season of Documentary Now, they did another band parody, which was a much closer parody. Uh, I think the name of the band was called Test Pattern. Yeah. And they did a whole Stop Making Sense parody um, where they actually filmed like a mini concert. And uh, you went to it. I, I was, yes. Because of me. Yes. By the by. <laughs> our our uh, co-worker, Ryan, right? He got, did he get two tickets? That, no, that is not what happened at all. I got an email from. Us? I think I got an email from. Oh, that's okay. Yes, somebody I know. You got tipped off that. Who was in like on the was producing it and was like, "Hey, yeah, this is happening." If you're a fan of Talking Heads, like, and I can't remember who it was. And then I told two people. I told Alex Fernie, who mm-hmm. directed. I wrote a spank show at UCB that was sketches based on Talking Head songs, and then I told you, and okay. I couldn't go because I was going to. Di- I was visiting my. Meeting with my dad and my stepmom and my brother and my sister at yeah. Disneyland. But I was like, go, Paul, it, it experience thing, it for me. It was a thing where the tickets were free, but you like had to RSVP. Yeah, well, because it was a taping. Yeah, and and I, God, I was so disappointed that you couldn't go. I mean, I know that you were disappointed, but so was I. Because, but I was at Disneyland, so yeah, like so. it was okay. You yeah, did all right. You yeah, did all right. But I ended up going with Ryan, Ryan a co-worker, who's also a Talking Heads fan. Yes. Um, and even though it was a parody... It was such a close parody, the way they shot it. The songs were such good parodies. But, it, you know, I was, what, two or three when they made Stop, Stop Making Sense and the band broke up mm. when I was still a kid. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is the closest I'll get to seeing yeah. Talking Heads. To being there. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing that I'm just like, well, I guess I'm never going to see them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just a band I'm never going to see. Yes. And I technically still haven't, but this was like a nice... Yeah. Uh, treat. Yeah, so like the episode, you know, they have interview portions in the documentary of the episode, but then it's intercut with concert footage mm-hmm. that they filmed probably around a dozen songs. Um, you know, we sat through the entire concert from beginning to end. It was it was well rehearsed. And then at the end, because they were shooting it for a TV show, they were like, all right, we're going to do it again. And they were like, you <laughs> oh, know. Yeah, they moved the camera. Right, and they wanted a real crowd because they wanted crowd shots of people dancing Which is funny stuff. because in Stop Making Sense, Jonathan Demme specifically didn't, didn't shoot use crowd shots, the crowd shots until the very end because he wanted the audience to be able to make their own decision about how they felt wow. about it. Yes. So but they only, do use them only the during end. Cross-Eyed and Painless do they cut to yeah. oh, really? the audience at the Pantages. Yeah. yeah. So we sat through the concert a second time, but only about halfway, and then we left. Yeah. And uh, a friend of Ryan's who was there said they did it like a whole third time, and then a couple more pickups. Wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. So anyway, this is, uh, the next video we're going to watch is, is basically like the trailer for the episode. So Fantastic. Well, so, uh, uh, and, it, um, and, it, and it has side-by-side shots of the oh, episode with shots from Stop Making Sense. So this was a lot of fun. 
I mean, even though it's sort of a quote-unquote fake concert, it's one of the most fun concerts I've ever seen. I love that, the shot of the feet. Oh, I got a cool little toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. Yeah. Oh, the wiggle, the wiggle, wiggle yep. octopus dance. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Tina's, Tina's outfit in Stop Making Sense is oh, beyond, very, She has beyond. many outfits. My favorite is the... Army oh, Green. <laughs> they did other style parodies. There was like a Tom Waits parody yeah. in there. And yeah. All the running. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> did, are we going to watch the video or the sketch or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've... <laughs> I mean, they did that... that uh, the backdrop shadows. And oh, it was so... It, it was so cool. I just I think my favorite is like when they he brings out all of the like Thai musicians yes, and everybody's was, just like oh, yeah what the fuck? that like, was actually it, it was supposed to be tedious in the context of the parody and right. it really was tedious like oh good god yeah we're gonna have to yeah <laughs> okay so um, the next video uh, is not on YouTube and I, I forgot to say it at the top as I always do anybody who wants to watch the videos that we're watching, go to musicraygun.com slash playlists, and uh, you can watch all the videos we're watching, except for this next one. But it's very easy to find via It's Google. very easy to find. It's not on YouTube, but we have to watch it because this is a sketch that Katie wrote. I did. It's on Funny or Die. Yes. Um, it's, I'll say it stars Ryan Stanger, who's yeah. a very funny uh, improviser in the UCB community mm-hmm. here. Um, it was and, directed by my boyfriend Matt Mazzani. Yeah. Yep. And uh, before he was your boyfriend. Before he was my boyfriend. I'll yeah. just say it's called Seventy Seven Exercises. If you just Google Seventy Seven Exercises, <laughs> it'll be the first thing. That so pops. set set this up. Tell us. Give us the, the I, backstory. I was I wrote a spank a sketch show based on songs from the Talking Heads, and uh, I a knew, spank is just a, a sketch show. Yeah, where you kind of just yeah you do a show, and and if they like it, they'll. Uh, give you a run and you'll have more shows Mm -hmm. Um, and because the show was only four performers and all four of us were on stage pretty much the entire time I was like I want to do a video sketch so that we have a break right so we can play it and we can Mm -hmm. we can rest Um, and I had watched stopping making sense a bajillion times and I just all the running the running was just what was so everybody was running (laughs) we saw a little bit of it just now in the uh and I thought that was yeah. hilarious, so I thought, well, what if uh, I did a par like, what if I wrote a sketch that was a parody infomercial for a Talking Heads exercise video? <laughs> um, have you not seen this, Kurt? I have not seen oh, this. Oh, God, yeah. I've watched this so many and, times. And so wait. I went to Matt, and I was like, you know, because he, Cascade Up is his uh, creative partnership with uh, a guy named Ian Skalski, and uh, I brought... You know, I t- time, like did tape log, watched the whole movie, and found time code where certain moves were, and we had mm-hmm. a playback on the TV, and so Stanger like matched all the moves, um, and then yeah, and we we shot it at Fire Die and put it up, and it's actually 
for something that's so niche, mm-hmm. has yeah. actually gotten like a more views than I would think it People would. People love talking heads. Yeah. But what I love is that Ryan Stanger said to me, he goes, you know, so, some sketches are minivans in that they're like accessible to a lot of people yeah. they're they're you know they're fun and 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 easy and then there's porsches and not everybody likes porsches and not everybody wants a porsche but the people who love porsches like love porsches and yes. that this sketch was a porsche and what i loved about it was when funny or die posted it on facebook on their facebook the comments i i'm a when i write sketches uh they're mostly for me yeah uh i and all I want is one other person to find it as funny as I do. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. pretty much just one. It's a win. Um, and so yeah, I, uh, I've been, I, I when I looked at Funny or Die and all the comments, the fact that everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious! Like this is amazing to me." Yeah. Not it just because they were like, "Who?" It was somebody who probably had that same thought at some point, mm-hmm. but like didn't think anybody yeah. else thought it. Can vocalize no. it as well. Yeah. You know, as it's, a, so, it's such a silly sketch, and I'm, I hope I'm not building it up because it's not like. No, it's it's funny. Epic, but uh, as a, as a long me, time Talking Heads obsessive, the thing I appreciate about it is, like, stop making sense has been parodied a lot, but it's always just like, oh, the big suit. Yeah, right. and I'm like, this is a thing that is from beginning to end <laughs> a parody of Stop Making Sense, but doesn't like. I think there's a shot of him in the big suit, maybe, but it doesn't address that as like. Yeah, no, that's the not one the thing game. you remember from. Yeah, so let's just watch this. I assume, by the way, that Ryan Stanger was your first and only choice because in a community of comedians, there's not a lot of physically fit men. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan Stanger is famously. I was trying to, I was like, I think Stanger and Matt was like, yeah, I think Stanger will do it. And he also loves the talking heads, so that made it great. And he improvised a lot of puns. Oh, we have to get through a commercial first. 11 seconds. 10 seconds. We can vamp for uh, 10 seconds. What I love about Stanger is he like came, he wanted to get the moves exactly right. Yeah. And he he improvised so many great puns in it. Yeah. That it made me really happy. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. On a lean, sculpted body, do you want to work out on your own schedule without having to take endless trips to the gym? Do you want an exercise routine that combines high-impact cardio with your love of experimental rock band Talking Heads? <laughs> then this is the workout DVD for you. Follow David Byrne and the whole Talking Heads crew to high endurance and lean muscle mass. Now, I've always lived weights, but I never thought I'd have the kind of endurance to get through such a high intensity. <laughs> it's a lot of job now, simple. <laughs> it's a lot of I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get out there and start making some flippy floppy. Was that improvised? No, make it flippy floppy with me. This part, he did like over and over and over again until he got it right you and was just. To jog a lot. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. That's my favorite shot. <laughs> he did that bit though until he was like just dripping yeah. with sweat. Then that chicken head stuff Listen, the... stop making sense and start burning calories. <laughs> <laughs> it really, oh, like, yeah. it really... 77 exercises. The new workout I... by the talking heads. If you're tired I mean, of your that... body being the same as the everyone, came up with that don't one. keep letting the days go by. That bit. Order now. Okay. Order now. Receive the more recipes about buildings and food cookbook. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Also, I, re- I just remembered Matt did the voiceover for that, too. Oh, <laughs> here's, here's what's great about this, is that... <laughs> 
It's a spot on workout infomercial. I tried to oh, make yeah. it like it's as a good. spot fucking spot. <laughs> I've watched a lot of workout infomercials. That's a fucking spot on P90X yes. infomercial right there. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. With the dramatic lighting. Yes, yeah, the dramatic More of lighting. Like the workout videos the way they are now, not like yes. in the 80s. Yeah. 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 No, that's an infomercial you'll yeah. see. I was like really right worked really hard on the verbiage, like how they yeah. talk about and it. It's all like very pointed. Pointy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it also really highlights how much weird movement there is in that movie. <laughs> the amount of running. Like, yeah. it's so much. So you're going to run a, a lot. lot. A lot. I, I cannot stress, stress that, that enough. enough. Yeah. Uh, that I had, love I had, I loved that I, I told that to Matt. I was like, there is a, a clip where David Byrne runs from the right side of the screen to mm-hmm. the left side of the screen. And I'm like, I want a split screen with that on top and then him on the bottom running at the same yeah. thing. And they did it, and yeah. it, it just still makes me laugh. It's so good. Oh, man. All right, moving on to, this is just another video that you picked out yes. that you want to watch. I love this music video. I, I watched this with you before, but at I'd never office. seen it before you showed it to me. No, it wasn't at, it wasn't, it wasn't at work. I think it was one of the days where we were doing our viewing party or something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's just a f- it's just a fun video. It's mm-hmm. a really fucking cool beat rap. Um, but give us a little more about like what you specifically love about it. this is uh, Girls, Girls at by Joey Perp it's featuring just, Chance the yeah. Rapper from like last year or something. Uh, yeah, last year. Uh, I don't know jo- much of Joey Perp, but I love Chance the Rapper and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in a Facebook group that's like a music group where it's just a bunch of people, random people around the U.S. that like post videos and songs that they love and just that kind of a supportive community. And somebody posted this. I think it actually might have been Greg. Yeah. Posted this. Oh, that guy. And <laughs> we still we all love Greg. We do love Greg. Yeah, Greg's awesome. Believe me, Greg's great. Yeah. Um, but this music video is. I think they shot it on the top level of the Eagle Rock Mall parking structure yeah uh where the target is um oh god yeah but i'm not sure uh i just think visually it's really interesting i love all the random people hanging out and then chance the rapper verse his verse is great and there's one line del- i was watching it today at work when the system was down and uh, there's one line delivery that i love like really specifically, do you know what I'm talking about? I have an idea. Yeah, I think we're probably. Is it where he's like yes, shrugging and yes, smiling? Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, so let's just watch this. <sighs> girls at by Joe. And I love the girls are just like so gorgeous. Is that Janelle Monae? Looked like her, but I don't think it is. That's Joy Purple. Okay, this feed is great. Yes, this is yeah. Like this is good workout music. I'm too. going to put it on my workout list as uh, it's the first thing I saw. Look at having a tea party with cards. Mm-hmm. I just love. <laughs> just water for some. This guy's my favorite. Whoever's driving this. That guy he has reminds a tiny me. Tiny little mustache. He reminds me of Bill Cotcam. Yes. Accurate. See, I think that's the target. It looks like it. It really does. I mean, why not shoot there? Like how? How do they make it all slide? This song is great. It is really good. 
<laughs> you watch this one a lot. Right? <laughs> and so there's like on a ch- there's a checkerboard floor. Everything's floating. These shots are awesome. Yeah. It's just very very artistically interesting. And Chance the Rapper's verse oh. is coming up. And just the way he's like riding on the hood of the just, car. Yes. What? We'll just see it in a second. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I just love it. Chance the Rapper just chill as fuck on the front of a car. Mm-hmm. I need a ride home and I need an iPhone charger and your number. Can you put your shit in my phone? Damn, my phone died. Can you put it in my man's phone? Damn, his car died too. Can you drive my man's home? Is that the way? <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. Hold on, I want to back it up and listen to that again. Can you drive my man's home? Bash- he just bashfully goes like... Can you drive my man's home? <laughs> bashful is exactly the word. <laughs> and there's not a lot of bashfulness in hip hop. No, it's just the best. The, yeah. With a big fat booty in the flat chest. Yeah. Trying to wear the black dress to my address. I got a bed, no frame, just a mattress. No. <laughs> this is. This, uh, where the mid-sized girls. Because I love that. Because they're taking the thing of, like, how yes. ridiculous it is to quantify a woman by size. Yes. Like, where are my tall girls at? Where are my small girls at? Where are my mid-sized girls at? Like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Which I love. I just think this, this is great. Yeah, everybody hyping about those mid-sized girls. Yeah, mid-sized girls. But yeah, it's all the, the for the majority of it, they're in this like black Cadillac that's being just like recklessly driven on the top of a uh, uh, like parking structure. Mm-hmm. She's like Destiny Shall when she say my name, which is such a good line. <laughs> yeah, I want to know, like, do you think this is actually in the that? I, I do. It's it's some I parking do. structure in Los Angeles. I don't know I how you can identify. Which parking structure it is. But. So great, way. Since in the beginning, you could. Fuck yeah. you right and do you wrong. So <laughs> good. Okay. That makes it look like it. Okay. Yeah. And just like all sorts of cool ladies, and everybody's just having a good time mm-hmm. on this parking structure. Everyone's cool. Everybody's cool all the time. Everybody's cool all the time at the Eagle Rock Mall. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fabulous. Yeah, definitely on the work. But it's not like it's not like a typical yeah. like rap video party. It's just kind of like yeah, everybody's just hanging yeah. out. And yeah. I like that the women are just dancing how they dance. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're not like it's not. If you want to shake your butt, shake your butt. If you don't, don't yeah, do it. I'm straight up putting this song on my workout. This is really good. That's a great song. Well, well chosen. Yeah, good stuff. Well so chosen. good, it makes me so happy. Yeah. Can you drive my man's home? Yeah, the chances versus. Can you drive my man's home? <laughs> Can you drive my man's home? Yep. It's All right. So um, it's so good. So good. Hey, Katie. Yeah. Do you know the show Friends? Yes, I know. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded how, question. How well do you know the show Friends? I know about Friends more than I know about anything else in my life. Yeah, okay. Is, my, is, the majority of my mental bandwidth is storing friends' information. Is that why you picked this next video? Uh, no. No? I love That's Bob why Seger. I thought you did, because I fucking hate Bob Seger. I love what? Bob Seger. Okay. How do you Bob hate, Bob yeah. hate Bob Seger? Yeah, I hate Bob Seger. I love Bob Seger. I went and saw him play uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. My friend Jeff Loveness is a writer, and he was like, "Hey, here's our schedule. Like, if you want to combine, watch a taping, like, whatever." And my eyes zeroed in on the calendar, and it just said Bob Seger. I was like, 
I don't want to go see and the tape. I was like, I just want to see Bob Seger. And I stood there and wept. I wept. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that's the Yeah, thing. you're alone on this one. No, I hate it. That's the thing about liking that. being a 20-something, well, late 20s. Mm-hmm. That person who likes older music is that there is a definite chance that they're the people you love are going to die mm-hmm. and you're never going to yeah. see them in concert. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah. And I never thought I was going to see Bob Seger in concert. Yeah. That's why I keep seeing fucking Brian Ferry as much as I can because <laughs> dude's like 70-something years old and yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, my mom and I joked, we saw Billy Joel and she bought, she, you know, she bought insurance for the tickets because when you like older musicians, oh, wow. like, you kind of have to do that because you don't know if they're going to just, yeah. If they're going to get sick, if they're going to die. Like, that's just like a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's morbid. But uh, well, well, I love Bob Seger. Bob Seger is like one of those uh, artists I learned to love in utero. Both my parents are big Bob Seger fans. My mom especially. Um, and I just had this argument with somebody like at the bar last week where Bob Seger came on and some guy's like, I hate Bob Seger. I was like, how can you? It wasn't especially, me, but I like, hate Bob Seger. Really? Have you never been driving around LA at night and, and Hollywood, Hollywood Nights, Nights comes on. on and that doesn't touch you so on any level? Here's my thing. is like Hollywood Nights... I had just, this was like seven, over seven years ago. I had just moved to Los Angeles. I had just finished a one an improv 101 class show. Yeah. And one of the women in my class lived at the Hollywood Tower apartments. Mm-hmm. And they have this roof deck with like, you know, chairs and stuff. And it's nice and little twinkly lights. And they have a um, an iPod like dock that you could, to, to speakers. Sure. And someone put on Hollywood Nights. And like I stood there and looked at the hills and like had like a moment of like I'm here, like I made it here. Yeah. Uh, and every time that song comes on, like I think it, it always makes me that in Golden Years by David Bowie, like this <laughs> both of them kind of happened. I listened to a lot when I first moved here. Like I think I take mm. stock of like where I am and what my life oh, is okay. like. Uh, one one of those that I had was uh, very early on when I first moved to LA. I was driving through Beverly Hills at night and Nasty Girl by Vanity Six came on. Fantastic yes. song. Which they use in the movie Beverly Hills yes, Cop. They and do. I was like, this is everything to me right yep. now. Yeah. It's a little, it's, a, it's not quite as emotional as uh, Bob Seger. But, no. Uh, well, yeah, Bob, just grit Bob your Seger, teeth, Kirk, because we're going to fucking Bob watch Seger Night makes Moves. Me, it makes me feel nostalgic for things that have never happened to me. Like, yeah. he's really good about creating that environment. Mm-hmm. The reason why I picked this video is mm-hmm. because I watched Top Gear. Yeah. Uh, and there's an episode where Matt LeBlanc is on it, and he talks about this. Oh, music good. I'm video. glad you're telling the story. <laughs> it, uh, essentially, what had happened was his friend, who was like an AD on the video, was mm-hmm. like, "Do you want to come shoot the video for Night Moves? Do you want to be the male lead?" And he was like, "Yeah." And this is probably before, like, Friends. immediately yes. pre-Friends. Right I think Friends. this music video, because even though it, the song is from the '70s, this music video this was made, made for. Yeah. I think it's yes. 1994, yes. so it's yeah. like the year Friends. And, uh, and Daphne's Niga. Yes. 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 So he shows up to the set and goes in, and he's just hanging in his trailer. Mm-hmm. And there's a knock at the door, and it's Bob Seeger with a bottle of tequila. Yeah. <laughs> and Bob Seeger sits down with him, and they start talking about you know like the old days, you know, like Bob Seegers <laughs> want to do. And they finish the bottle of tequila, and yeah. then like a PA comes and knocks on the door, and it's like it's time to shoot. So the whole time, all of this m- music video. Matt LeBlanc is drunk. Yeah. Um, that makes me like this. But song also, though. what I like is that they're trying to do it like a 1950s style. Right. Yeah. But there are some things that are so 90s that yes. you're like, well, because what? again, it's Matt LeBlanc from the year that Friends launched. So it's like that, that peak floppy hair. Yeah. Right. Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. But yeah, it is that weird, like the videos from the 90s. 
The songs, songs from, from the, the 70s. 70s. It's nostalgic about the, the 50s. 50s. Yep. So there's a lot of layers <laughs> yeah, to yeah, Bob yeah. Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. And and like I'm nostalgic about the video from my childhood in the 90s, but I remember the song, song. from my parents listening to it when I was a kid in the 80s. It's very hard to... So he's confused. It, yeah. So Kirk, just if you need to sit this one out, it's it means a lot to us. <laughs> yeah. It means nothing. Not even the Matt LeBlanc stuff and the. No, I remember seeing this in the '90s when it when it came yeah. out. By the way, I love the fact that like this video is so weird. Like they put it in a box in. Yeah. On like, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I just know, like, when you're speaking of Hollywood Nights, that song gave me nightmares as a kid. Like, really? when it came out in, like, 79, it scared the fuck out of me. That's like, weird. Why? I don't know. That got problems. <laughs> okay, so just to fill y'all in, it's Bob Seger hanging out in an abandoned, uh... Drive-thru drive theater. Drive-thru theater, yeah. And then it cuts back to the 50s. Oh, man, it's before he went gray. You know what I love about Bob Seger? Uh, his voice has not changed. His yeah. voice is still the quality mm-hmm. that it was in 1970. Oh, my God. I mean, I we all know who Daphne Zieg is. I yeah. only know her from this video, I think. But really, when yes. I was 11 or 12, I had a crush on her from this video. Okay. She well, she went on to do, I think she's on Melrose Place. Yeah. Is that what it is? But she did, the, her big thing early on was she was in The Sure Thing with John Cusack. You guys oh. know the movie The Sure Thing. I only knew from Melrose Place. She's, she's the lead in it. She's the lead in The Sure Thing, and she's great. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty on the nose. Yeah. People are fucking in People cars. are working on their night moves. Yeah. And, and Matt LeBlanc's vaping. Like, yeah. he just let out this huge, like, puff of stuff. They're also, like, one of the guys that's a shirt on that is definitely from the 90s. Yeah. That. That shirt is from the 90s. Like, the just far right. feet on the inside of a car window. They're not trying that hard. No, they're no not there's no nuance this. to this. Oh, no, well, because it's about a feeling, man. Not yeah, it's ephemeral. That's why I hate this. Something. It's so it's so funny to me that you're completely unashamed about like the soft rock that yeah. you know and love, but like Bob Seger, you're like, no, man, fuck that. I'm complicated. The, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, we all, <laughs> Hollywood yeah. nights terrified you. For yeah, it's, it's Hollywood nights terrified the fuck out of me. I will say there's one Bob Seger story I know is that. Uh, when he was huge, you know, he was turning around all over, mm-hmm. and Prince was turning just breaking out. What was that? So I said he was turning the page. He's oh, turning God the page. He <laughs> around that time, Prince was before Purple Rain mm-hmm. was going. They would see each other on tour, yeah. And he'd be like, "How are you playing these huge fucking stadiums? Yeah. What's the deal?" And Bob Seger goes. Write an anthem, man. Write an anthem. And that's why Purple Rain is an anthem. Oh, shit. That's why Purple Rain came out, because of Bob Seger. Look at when he first sees Daphne Zuniga, like, she turns, and her hair is, like, the 90s. Like, if you look at the 90s in a dictionary, she's got those little wispy, like, fucking bangs that were just one giant Velcro roller, PC. Oh, yeah. But, like, that shot is... I just want to back it up to look at it again. Like... Okay, we're supposed to think, oh, it's love at first sight, but really it's fucking tequila. I just yeah. love that he's so, his, he's all like bleary eyed yeah. and yeah. like, he, he couldn't, he had to lean against the doorway because he was so wasted. But, uh. I mean, like my, my parents, my mom was super into Bob Seger. She loves John Mellencamp. Uh, they love Springsteen, which is all that sort of like that Heartland, Heartland right. rock type of, type of yeah. stuff. So this... Even though it's nostalgic yeah. for baby boomers, it also makes me nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, I dated a girl with that hair. <laughs> I mean, 
I love this song because like I do relate to it. It's like when y'all nobody knew what the fuck they were doing and you're oh, like just yeah. trying like smushing faces and dry humping someone in the back of a car. Yeah. Like I don't know. Teen I, I can't... knows no decade. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's the 50s, the 70s, or the 90s. Oh. Funny how does this how does this breakdown do nothing for you, Kirk? Does nothing for me. Like it really does. Heart is made of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me go, oh, I should change the channel. <laughs> I hate on the radio they cut this yeah, last they do bit. Do yeah. They end it right here yeah. and I'm like, but the build up at the uh. end is so good. This is where I think Titanic got that. That scene from them <laughs> fucking in that car. James Cameron, Cameron the hand on the window. Yeah. yeah, they biffed it from here. <laughs> I, w- I don't know the story. Like, why did they make a music video? I have for no them? idea. Because I think because it's such a song, like such an anthem. Yeah. See, he didn't even end up with Daphne Zuniga. He ends up fucking some blonde chick. <laughs> yeah, see. That's just um, with Joey Tribbiani for you. What I think it is is. Oh yeah, get some of that upper thigh. Oh, cheerleader. Oh, she stopped him. Um, because I think it was like there were no music videos, right? And he was like, "Oh, yeah. this is a medium that I could utilize." They used that shot already, by the way. All of these shots. Of the used. trunk coming. Out? Oh yeah, no, no, they, they that shot was already used. Yeah. Shots <laughs> at the, for the breakdown at the end. Um, but yeah, like I think he went, "Oh, this is a song that people will watch a music video for." Yeah. And so they decided to do it. It still took him 13 years I, after yeah. the premiere of MTV to decide to do yeah. it. I mean, if this is if this is around like like a rock, right? So maybe I think he had like a little bit of a lull. So maybe it was like in a resurgence. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember a time where you didn't hear this song or Bob Seger song. <laughs> this is just classic rock staples. Yeah, like classic rock radio. They are literally cutting to the exact same shots that they've used before. <laughs> they, they, they use that ten. Listen. Hey, you know, you know what I wonder if, if, if maybe when they shot the video, they also cut it off at that point, and some YouTube <gasps> person is, oh, extended the video out for uh, the rest of maybe. the song. Yes, because it's it says album version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So someone they link they like synced the, it to like the, the video ends when the radio edit ends, and they're just sort of filling in the end with. Well, the, it was with great because it. it was a close up on a, one of the speaker boxes, so yeah. they could cut in whatever they wanted after the fact. Yeah. So we had to listen weird. to it more. Yeah. Oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up, Kirk. Oh, well, I, I oh sat through that Toto song that you like. That song is a delight. There's Michael McDonald's in it. I love Michael McDonald. All right, this is another one of your favorites. The, so I have many questions about this. You put this on one of our playlists. But because I think you accidentally? had accidentally. No, no. That was specifically to appeal to you. I started almost crying <laughs> because I was so happy. You had you had shown this video to me at work, and I'd never seen it before. You were like, you like, I think you made a reference to it. You were like, oh, like, blah, 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 like the video for Liberian Girl. And I was like, like, what "What the fuck are you talking about? It's like the Michael Jackson song. And you were like, you've never seen it. And then you just made me watch it. You have to watch it. I Um, made you watch a lot of stuff in our friendship. Well, yeah, we both have. Sit you down and be like, you got to watch this. That's how we bonded. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say about this before we watch it? Well, Kirk said he had questions for me. Why why this song, or is it the video? It's It's the the video. video. It's not the song. You watched this with us. You remember what this video was. I know this video. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, the song was not, 
I know it was released, but at the time it was not one of the big songs off that album. Okay, this is this is the deal. In the third grade, I became obsessed with Michael Jackson. Mm. I listened to everything he ever did, mm. ever. Um, and I had the Michael Jackson History, the two-disc CD set. And I also had his History music videos, which were in... T- it was a double two VHS yeah. tapes. The, oh, wow. The and I used to watch it. Thing, it's the, him the, as the, a gold statue. Right, like, yes, right, yes. yes. And I watched those tapes over and over and over again and Liberian Girl was on it and it just I just had all the music just, videos on it yeah, yeah. and uh, it was so cause even at nine mm-hmm. I was like oh I know all these people like yeah. I know these people are famous mm-hmm. like I loved Greece so I was like oh it's John Fulton you know Olivia Newton-John yeah, there, I mean, it's the Richard thing, Dreyfuss the thing of this music video is yeah. there are like two dozen celebrity cameos and but Kirk's right like even in the music video, the song is sort of an afterthought. It's literally it really just playing softly in the, in the background while all these celebrity cameos roll out. Yes. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, when we do our viewing parties, I will usually organize them around, like, a certain year or mm-hmm. number of years. Mm-hmm. And this one fell in the package that was 1988 to 1990. And this video is from 1988. But it's off of Bad, which was released in 1986. Yeah. So it's like it's like the last single that it's that album is on off. Two well, years he after. Well, could do that. Yeah. He yeah. could have a series of singles and music videos from an album last two years. Oh, yeah. But it's like the eighth single. It, is the, it is the after afterthought single. Yeah. And Absolutely. It's, a, it's almost like they released it just to make this music video. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it, it didn't chart that high. Uh, probably not. Yeah. No. No. Um, I mean, you'd already gone through Smooth Criminal and The Way You Make Me Feel and Man of the Mirror. Uh, oh, okay, so it's black and white. They're in some so sort just, of like, like Mozambique set. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got Aman being she the, the most first? beautiful woman. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she says the, the the words that I don't... Oh, there's a priest there. Come on. Character All that mis- Oh my God, there's Penzue. <laughs> <laughs> and now it goes into color. And now it goes into oh, color, yeah. and you realize they're on a set. They're not actually in Mozambique. Which we thought. I love this. We've got uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal. We're going to name yeah. every yeah. single yeah. one. Sherman like, Hemsley. Sherman Hemsley. And Maya and, Bialik. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Bridget Nielsen, Nielsen, Paul Abdul, who, who, is, who is choreographing. I love her. Yeah, because she hasn't released Forever Your Girl yet. Not no. yet. Oh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. And... Whoopi! Joan Collins and somebody who I don't know. That's Quincy Jones? Yeah, it's Quincy Oh, is Jones. it? Yeah. Shit. Liberia. Amy Irving. Amy Irving. And she's singing. Billy, D- Billy D. Williams, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, here we go. We've got uh, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Ooh. Look at that. He gets his look who's talking era. John what does he do with his hands? He does everything with those hands. <laughs> Oh, I watched this and I was like, I wonder if they like... Oh, okay. Corey Feldman. Oh, just Steven Spielberg. And they do a Zolly, by the way. When they push the camera, they do a zoom and a Dolly. Debbie Gibson. Oh, so much to say about her. Oh, excuse me, Deborah Gibson. I know her as Debbie. She lets me call her Debbie. <laughs> okay, who are these? I... That looks like That's Rosanna Jasmine Arquette. Guy. Yeah, it's Rosanna Arquette. And Jasmine Guy. From a, uh, a different world. Yes. Do you hear how quietly the song is playing? It's so yeah. Rick Schroeder, <laughs> Blair Underwood. Yeah. And Weird Al! Weird Al looking and great. And Bubbles and yeah. uh, Suzanne, Suzanne Somers. 
I mean, this really is just a, everybody who was famous no, in that year. There's nothing Lou Ferrigno's there. Let's, just, let's get everyone in there. Don King line. and his the tiny child who may well, like, or may no not be. There's no reason life. for it. There's no rhyme no. or reason no. to the. They're not um, telling a story. David Copperfield <laughs> floating in midair. Who's that with him? I don't know. Probably his wife. Lou, Lou Dunfels, the great vest. And they think that somebody in a weird head, like bandage, is yeah. Michael Jackson. Sherman Helmsley dancing, which is my favorite. Trying thing. to do the moonwalk. Jackson. I love Lucy Goldberg. Jack- Jackson. Aww. Richard Dreyfus and what? his daughter. Oh my God! I mean, Danny Glover wearing loafers with no socks. Yeah, because you could back then. <laughs> Best part. His the accordion. <laughs> Like, literally, there's so then, no reason for this What video. I just love is they're all just, like, sitting around. Yeah. And yeah. then, for some reason, all, in Ultimate yeah. 90s, Dan Aykroyd and Steve Gutenberg yeah. show up on motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> this is the height of the Gutenberg power, though. Yeah. Everyone, nobody knows where Michael Jackson is. Michael Jamal Warner was awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right around the time he's in a new edition. Like, and then we find out that Michael Jackson was filming it the whole time. Oh, he's the director. I burned you. This is my favorite. Oh my god. Wait. Dan Aykroyd. 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 Yeah, let's, uh, I think this is a good time to watch another one of Katie's sketches. Oh! Oh, wow. This is, this is from a show they do at the UCB called Sketch Cram, which is a really interesting idea. Is it monthly they do Sketch Cram? Yeah, it's once a month. The idea behind the show is the writers get together on a Saturday morning. What time do you start? 10. I think it's 10 10 or 11. They spend the whole day writing a sketch show from scratch and put it on that night. So what happens is... At like 11 p.m. or midnight? uh, At midnight. And everybody pitches... Everybody pitches... The writers pitch five ideas. Then the directors pick like three sketches per person that they write. They're like, we really want you to write this one first. Then here's the second idea Mm -hmm. we want you to explore. And then if you have time, do the third idea. And so we write uh, and get pretty much get through two drafts and then the actors come in at four um we do table reads they pick the final run of the show and then we go the right the writers are released and the actors come back about an hour before after going to memorize and they kind of block everything yeah and then we do the show at midnight but they also sometimes if they have the ability and they have a, a um video team attached they'll do a video sketch where like a person will pitch a video idea, a bunch of video ideas, and they'll pick one, and then that the video people will just go off and make it mm-hmm. and edit it. And show it at midnight? And show it at midnight. Oh, wow. So this was a sketch cram sketch that you wrote, that you pitched, mm-hmm. you wrote, mm-hmm. they shot, mm-hmm. and you showed on stage all in one day. Yes. Um, and Pantsuit I- was the team that, uh, they were a former UCB digital team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they did it. They produced it. They this did. is really funny, and it uses... It's essentially a little music video. The only reason why I heard this song and went, I want to make a sketch to go with this song. Yeah, That's how a lot of... I have a, there's a sketch, a bunch of sketches that I've written over the years from the team I used to be on, DJ Fawcett, like, 
I just wanted to use Ladytron by Roxy Music in a sketch. So it's mm-hmm. essentially just an elaborate dance fantasy to nice. Ladytron. I saw you guys do that live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Need You Tonight by NXS. And I think I, I remember seeing this sketch, and I don't think I would have seen it online. Probably not, um, no. I think I was it's at the, on... that sketch cram, and it was before I met you from work. Wow. So I think I was there for that. Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's on uh, Funny or Die. And it stars Danny Cohen, who is a, a really funny guy. He's a um, treasure. Even though he actually delivers no lines in this, Mm-mm. his uh, pantomime acting is on point. And, and tell us the song that uh, this is. It's My Kind of Lover by Billy Squire. It's a jam. And yeah. this, is, this sketch is called Sexy Sandwich. And anyone listening is not going to know what's going on because it's no, completely visual. I'll explain visual, it because they but, actually did the best job of like the across the page that I wrote that were mm-hmm. specifics. They nailed them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this is on Funny or Die. It's not on YouTube, but I will link to it anyway on the playlists page. Cool. So that, um, and, and everyone should definitely watch this. It makes me laugh so I'm much. I'm just excited for the squire. Let's see when we have to watch a If an there's ad. an ad. Yep, there's an ad. Okay, so well, just... I muted it, so we don't have, we can just... Uh, Be just, silent? Yeah, is there any... Hey, it, it's Drew Tarver on this, oh, yeah, there, well, this yes. commercial. There are uh, UCB actors in commercials all the time, I've learned, yes. since I moved to LA. Yeah. And is that Chip Esten? I have no idea. It's a Carl's Jr. commercial. More often than not, it's like I just see them and I'm like, yay, people are getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> Money's being made. Parties. Here we go. All right. Sexy Sandwich. Written by Katie Willard. We're in a kitchen. It's really well shot, too. It really, yeah. This song's a jam. I mean, Billy Squire. Squire's a fucking mess. So Danny is—he's making a sandwich. He's yeah. pulling out some bread. Oh, it's just oh, that's everything. Fucking great. <laughs> I mean, it's basically—it's erotic sandwich making. It's not yes. again, but it's oh my god. Um, and it's so silly and <laughs> dumb. Like most of the sketches that I write are just like tickle me. That's... Also, this should be a commercial for Best Foods Mayonnaise. It really yeah. should. Like, it... <laughs> so he's spreading. I mean, it should. This is so looks like a commercial. On the yeah. bread. So this is the thing. He has roast beef in his hand. Yeah. The juice. That's. I wrote that in the script. Ugh. I was like, meat juice runs down his arm, and they got it, and it made me so happy. Oh, that's great. Oh, Those are the questions you ask when you see stuff like that. Like, you know, was that scripted, or was that just a perfect Probably. Yeah, also, the sandwich legitimately looks, looks so really good. good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But, I mean, I've gotten this feeling while making a sandwich. Where yeah. you're just like, this is going to be I'm so eating, fucking you know, great. Like, I'm going to eat the fuck out of the sandwich. Eat some pickies, put some pickies oh, on it. Oh, you got to have the pickies. And you always have one before you yeah. put it on? Yeah, Oh, yeah. He he's, put it back really in the jar, which up. is great. Yeah, he's like, not uh, yet, it's not time. He goes to take a bite, and... And here's the button. <laughs> it turns out it's all sandwich porn and it's the sandwich jizz mayo all over the street to be fair I had no button for that sketch my button for that sketch was he's like you cut to no music and it's just his roommate in the doorway and he's just like dancing like yeah, humping yeah, a sandwich yeah. with no sound just like awkwardly <laughs> um, and then I think it was Noam Blaywise, who was part of pa- Pantsuit, was like, 
what if? Yeah. <laughs> and I went, yes. You're like, absolutely. Well, what if it's it's actually porn for sandwiches and the sandwich comes? And they made a beautiful sandwich yeah. man and they they had it jizz mayo and it was just <laughs> yeah. so beautiful. And just the, the fact the, that it's called Crumb Shot. Yeah, the Crumb Shot is the website name. The question I had as soon as the mayo jizz shot flies is like, who agreed to let their laptop be used and covered in mayo for that? <laughs> I'm assuming it's a prop laptop that okay. they just have for stuff because you have to do the screen anyway. You have to impose right, the screen right, right. anyway. I'm so it's just someone's old ass laptop. I also am always delighted. I don't, this is like a weird trope, but like, when someone needs to make a talking sandwich where you do the olives on two pieces. Yeah. As the eyes. Yep. Beautiful. On like antenna stocks. Always funny. Yeah. Beautiful piece of art direction. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, I didn't even like remember this until today where I was like, oh, that's a video that Katie that's wrote. So that's That's very a deep cut. Because that was like four years ago. I think it was, ago? it said 2014. Yeah, three so, years yeah. ago. Crazy. So yeah. And it's just a great Billy Squire song. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no one listening got to see that. But watch it. But, Sexy Sandwich. But do, Get us some views. Yes, How many views is it at? Wait, I don't scroll know. Where, where do you look? Scroll up. Uh, 1.2 thousand views. Yeah. <laughs> February 18th, 2014. So. Oh, man. Let's come on, guys. Let's get it. Let's break. <laughs> Let's, get it Let's break 1,500. Go to musicraygun.com slash playlists, oh, and man. I will have a link for that. Makes me happy. Okay. Um, <gasps> you yeah. sent me this Haim video. Haim. Heim. Heim. I thought it was like two syllables, like a. I don't think it is. I think it's Heim. Nobody knows how to pronounce this band's name. Mm -mm. But they're amazing. But yeah, they were like a huge deal when that album came out, like four years ago. Uh, Has it really been that long? Twenty thirteen, I think. Wow. Their new album comes. They just released a new single. I know, and I'm happy. I see what's coming up on the playlist, and I'm happy because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So this is the video for uh, "If I Could Change Your Mind." Why did you pick this one? I love. This is my favorite, anyway. But why did you pick it? I love Haim because they are uh, so multifaceted. They're really talented musicians. But I, what I love about this video is it's not only them being badass musicians, but they're also doing like choreographed dancing that is like so, they're so confident and awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and the song is bitchin' and it's, it's just... It's really bitchin'. Oh, they're so good. I saw a review that, that compared it to Whitney Houston, which isn't the first thing you'd think, but then I was listening to it and I was like... Similar. Yeah, kinda. Similar. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So... They remind me a little bit of the Dum Dum Girls, but. And they're sisters in real life. Very dramatic. It is. <laughs> and I like that. That's sort of like old that yeah. old school music video trope of like, yeah, we're doing this. Do you not know this, Kirk? No. I'm not getting Whitney Houston from this at all. The whole album is very good. But the dancing's on point. And I should know because I'm a dance major. It's true. <laughs> Cool. They're just so fucking cool. They're very cool. I was too young to know. <laughs> and so they're so cool. So how, how old is this video? Uh, this is a couple years old. Yeah, four years. I think less. Three or four. This was one of the later singles. Uh, oh, yeah, February right. 2014. So a little it over It came out years. at the same time as the Jizz Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> See? Kismet. Oh, I like how they have like the soul Their train name, yep, yeah. uh, stage. Oof. 
The bass player is my favorite. Este. I mean, I always like bass players, but we'll talk a little bit more why when we watch the next video. Yeah, I totally know why. I know what you're gonna say. I only know them from the next video, and now I'm liking them more. Yeah. Like I only knew them by name, but now I'm really digging them. I just like that they're like, like feminine and masculine and like, I don't know. They're just cool. Oh. I'm always just fascinated by sibling bands. Like, <laughs> yeah. How did you know? How did you all get to put aside your bickering and hate each other? <laughs> I think what it was is that their parents were musicians and they had like a family band. Oh, okay. When they oh. were kids, just like for funsies. Cool. I'm it's, sorry. Yeah. I like. I can't say much about them it's, just because I think it's so cool. It's weird for me because I only see them. I've only seen them perform mm-hmm. live. Yes, and so to see this video going, oh my god, they're dancing too. It's, it's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a bit of nerdiness to them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's, it's it's an homage. It's not. They're not taking themselves yeah. seriously. No, not at all. Right. But if you told me like, oh, they like can do dancing stuff too, yeah. based on their live performance, like, no, they're just a band that plays. Yeah, they're a rock band. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. Right. Yeah, but this. Is, oh yeah. And it, what, it's they're not like is, yeah, they're not like Destiny's Child yeah. where they're yeah. Right. Yes. And every one of their videos is very different. Yeah. Um, and kind of is a different vibe and oh, okay. showcases different things. Yeah. Oh, oh she popped the collar. She popped her leather mm-hmm. jacket collar. Love a pop collar. This, this is like good driving music. Man. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I listen. Long distance drive by this yourself. Is, when I was driving to Idlewild, yeah. I, li- yeah, I listened to this album. This is very 80s. 80s driving oh, around yeah. at night. Drinking oh, a wine cooler. And the hair. <laughs> oh, the yeah, man. I need hair. a B&J. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I need a premium... Peach flavored wine cooler right now mm-hmm. to listen. So you sent this to me like a week ago, mm-hmm. and uh, Haim was on as we record this. They were just on. We're recording SNL. this on a Monday. They were on yeah. SNL two days ago. Yeah. Uh, and this there. is how I know of them from the Saturday Night Live. Show. Yeah, because I mean this this from album that Saturday Night Live show from, from that Saturday Night Live that specific Saturday their first show. album like made a big splash four years ago and they and were on SNL four by. years ago yes that's where and I, I saw them first we've watched that video yes. together for the Wire and, uh, but coincidentally they were on SNL because even though it's been like they're only just releasing their second album this summer mm-hmm. it's taken them a bit of a while but here they come I think they've been touring I think it's because they've been touring mostly yeah. Yeah. So they were on SNL this weekend, so we're going to watch that performance. Yay. Um, I haven't seen it, and I haven't watched either song yet. So. And I'm and the, the thing I want to point out, even before we p- press play, that is the reason you loved it, and like the thing that we talked about when we watched their old SNL performance, and it's even more in effect. Did yeah. you watch it this weekend? No, is, I haven't seen it either seen of it, them yeah. yet. The, the bass player's bass face is the shit. Is so is the intense. best. And yeah. apparently, like when they were on, you were telling me when they were on SNL the first time, people were like making fun of her and saying, like, "I mean, oh, I've heard she's dudes being so demonstrative and dudes are being like, like it's posing. not real." And I'm like, "Do you think bass yeah. face I mean, is like real? No, yeah. bass face is perform like you are like into it and yeah. you're getting that yeah. nasty face on. She's and got, it's, yeah, she's got like it's the because she's a woman. Face. She's also it's because she's a woman she and she's it. making a nasty mm-hmm. face. Which is very cool. And people think that that's. 
not yeah, but real. it's no, it's awesome. I love her bass face. I love how into it, and I just love like I played bass in high school, and I love bass players, and yeah. so my favorite part is that uh, at her like after I think it was after their SNL performance, like somebody at a concert showed up. You know how in basketball games people will do like a big poster of their own face to put up when people are making free throws yes. to like fuck mm-hmm. them up. People, somebody did that with her and her bass face in the audience of their thing, just to like hold it up, just this giant cut out of her her head. It's great. So okay, this is uh, I am doing "Want You Back," which is the lead single off their upcoming second album on SNL two days ago as we record this. Oh, shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, those shoulder pads are great. Yeah. Perfectly square. Her voice. Oh, she's not even playing yet. She's got a little stank on her right. smile. <laughs> I like the one sister playing the keyboards, but she's wearing the guitar because yeah. she's fucking ready to yeah, do Yeah, you're like, yeah. there we go. Very Slater Kenny. Yeah. A little bit of Wilson Phillips. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking that when yep. I watched yep. it. Yep. It's right. She's wearing a satin pink shirt and black leather pants. I like their drummer too. He's just this dude just plunking along in the background. Haven't gotten any bass face yet, but she's, she's, she's like warming up for it. Where, where did they come from? I don't know. I think they're from California. Oh, okay. Oh, there she goes. She's starting out. You tap because the corner, her, like her corners of her lips turn. Yeah. 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 Face, face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you're right. Everybody faces has a fucking face. Like, yeah. Get into it. Yeah, just get, you know. You don't give shit for flea. Yeah. This huge fucking face. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Flea's all over the place when he plays the bass. No one's like, oh, what's he doing? <laughs> I love that they do that in most of their songs, they each have a verse. Yeah. Katie, I'm a fan now. Yay! <laughs> Listen to that. That's it's great. Other. Their, their first album is amazing. See, I love that she's slapping the bass. Yeah. Like, look at that. 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 
aesthetic perspective. Love the middle parts. All the middle parts. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, their sound is a real throwback. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Wilson Phillips definitely. They're, yeah. It sounds yeah. like Wilson Phillips, but punchier. Yeah. Oh, God, I, forget, I just love them. Mm -hmm. Look, they're having so much fun. They're like, we're at Saturday Night Live. You did it again. They're just being themselves, being sisters, yeah. being awesome. They're great. I'm so glad they were on SNL this weekend for yeah. us to talk about yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we have one video left. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh... I don't know how Kirk feels about this, but I know that <laughs> this is... I, I would say this is my favorite singer of all time. Yeah, he's the in top ten for me. Yeah, for his sure. voice is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Harry Nilsson. He's amazing. Kirk, do you have any opinions about Harry, Harry Nilsson either way? Not no. No, not a fan? Are we? Okay, but like, what, what era of... Yeah, he does so much Harry Nilsson are we talking? I just... Uh, uh, overall, because like beginning Harry Nelson, I could get like the yodeling. I think that's what I associate. I think that's what I associate him with. Well, I'll so, say this, and then I stop, and then it's just like all I associate him with. So that. when we get into like uh, hanging with John Lennon, screaming into microphones oh, until your cats? vocal cords are bloody, uh, r getting coked out and writing "Jump into the Fire." Yeah. Do you know you know jump from you know, okay Goodfellas in the scene when um, the helicopter's chasing him? The oh okay, bum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bum, yeah, yeah. Bum, That's a straight bum, up rock bum, song. Bum, that one's, yeah. That's Harry Nelson. Okay. You don't like lime in the coconut? No. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Ooh. I'll say this sort of in support of you. Probably his biggest hit is like the one Harry Nelson song I don't like, which is Without You. Yeah. Which is, don't for like me, that. it's yeah. too much of a ballad. It's I, don't I like just that love, even. every time I hear it, I think about that video that was circulating around the internet that was like, oh God, it was it was the American Idol of another country, and I can't remember what it is, but the woman was like, I'm going to sing Ken Lee by Harry Nilsson, and they were like, oh, you mean can't, can't live? And he was like, no, Ken Lee, and they were like, okay. And it's just essentially a woman who didn't speak English, mm -hmm. um just singing phonetically what she thought the song was and oh, so yeah. she thought it said Ken Lee Ken Lee booty boot out you yeah I'm not a fan of Tony <laughs> well sorry it's, it's a bad finger song that he covered so it's not even his song okay it doesn't count but what about uh, One is the Loneliest Number he wrote that one mm -hmm. that's his original no, I, just that genre of music I don't like yeah so it's, it's I will say not only he's my favorite singer and my favorite album of all time is Nilsson no Nilsson oh, no. Sings Newman where he does all Randy Newman songs right when was that 69, 70, oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. I love uh, what's bang, bang, shoot him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a real fucking weirdo. And the video that you picked is, is sort of it's an example of him being weird. Um, it's the end. And there's also, there are so many interesting, he gave a, he did a BBC t like concert for mm -hmm. TV in the late 60s, early 70s that does a lot of weird like visual Visual, things. yeah. He sings with himself like they do an, no, oh, really? an edited overlay where he's like sitting yeah. at the piano well, Sort of himself. like that Michael McDonald thing that we did in the last episode where there was like a three-part harmony yes. of Michael McDonald's. But, yep. um, 
Yeah, it, th- yeah. This is so. What I want to propose to you is because there's so much good Harry Nilsson video. I mean, stuff from the Point, the yes. children's movie that I loved when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I want you to come back for another episode where we just do Harry, Harry Nilsson. Nilsson. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like some week where you can't I record. I feel like I'm being kicked out. I didn't of know the you podcast. Some week when I you can't like record. Nilsson. Uh, that's, that's, that's when you well, You know what I'm going on vacation in a month <laughs> Okay when you go on vacation, vacation Hopefully yes. you come back We'll do a Harry Nelson yeah. episode That sounds good uh, But this is the video You sent me So we'll watch this one now This is from I'll just be in the corner quiet uh, Son of Dracula Which is the movie that That he was in Harry was in oh, Okay With I know that Ringo Starr yes. And yes. no director That sounds familiar <laughs> was just, That sounds familiar The most coke fueled <laughs> Where he plays Did Count, you? the vampire Count Down, D O W N E. Wow. This is really I just like. I love this song. So Nelson and Ringo were. This is before he was partying with Lennon. When he was partying with Ringo. Yeah. Um. He was. He was. I believe. Uh. Ringo's best man or something like that. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They. Yeah. The Beatles all loved Harry. Nelson. I would suggest if anyone hasn't watched it, there's a documentary. It's like who the. Who the fuck or who the hell is Harry Nilsson? Yeah, something like uh, that. It's very good and I don't sad. think it's on Netflix anymore. It used to be, no, but it's, it's worth looking for. probably on YouTube somewhere or somewhere on the internet. So this does not necessarily feature <clears throat> Harry Nilsson's angelic singing no, voice. Because it does feature it what a weirdo he was. And how many, how much drugs. Yeah. All the drugs. This is Daybreak. So this is not an official music video. This is just this part of the movie. Yeah. And whoever did it tried to cut the audio together, like the the album audio with the visual. I didn't know his name was Countdown. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a basement somewhere. Yeah, this is creepy. And they're all dancing together. They're doing like box steps. Yeah, they're doing a box step. And not not too shabby. Oh, I love this beat. Like, just this whole melody is so Mm -hmm. good. They're literally just box stepping. And they're not stopping the box step. No. Someone's like, let's do this for eight counts. No, we're going to do it for the whole (laughs) song. The whole song. Yeah, they made this movie for $2. Yeah. Uh. It's also, I know I keep talking about the box step, but he's looking down at his feet yes. while he's doing the he box step. He has not looked up. Yeah. He's got a cape and a suit, and he sits down at the piano. <laughs> it's causing me heartache. It's been in my head around yeah. He's playing piano during, like, not with the song. <laughs> So yeah. this song was for this vampire movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's singing Look as a vampire. Look how sweaty he's so coked out. He, it, the coke sweat is coke sweat. so thick. Oh. <laughs> and he's a vampire in this. Yeah, yeah. count And down. that's why he does not like the daybreak. Right. Oh, it's no. It's pissing him off. Oh, no. Which was, a, which was a line that it's was sent causing to Causing me sunburn is yeah. pissing me off. And making him do coke. He's just... Yeah, he's a... He's, like, a, he's a vampire who needs cocaine he's instead survived. of blood. Yeah. Oh, Solid clarinet going on. He is just the fucking most creative weirdo. Oh. I mean, he's so um, 
pale and sick looking yeah. and covered in coke sweat. Yeah. It's making me a little Causing queasy to watch it. Because it's, it's kind of clammy. <laughs> well, that's the thing with, like, he just... I mean, they got the whole story is that he and John Lennon got into, like, these scream singing matches in the... They were just hanging around L.A. The the recording studio, and it got to the point where Harry Nelson, who had such a beautifully angelic voice and could hit all these notes and, like, sustain... He blew out his vocal cords. He blew out literally like there was blood on the microphone. Oh, my God. Because they were just doing coke and, like, let's do, let's let's scream it. Um, it was it was in the seventies when John Lennon was in L.A. and this was during his lost period where he, he was, was broken up from Yoko. sleeping with May Park. Well, he they yeah they were like split up and yeah. was she like the nanny or something? I don't. I or don't like know. or she was like Yoko's assistant. Some, May Park. Something messy. And and I don't know for how many months John Lennon and Harry Nilsson were just on. A bender. A bender in L.A. just getting kicked out of bars and just causing mayhem and drinking like monsters. And recording the album Pussycats. Which is Which is great. real weird, <laughs> but real great. And on half of it, Nilsson's voice is beautiful, and half of it, it's all just destroyed. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I actually kind of like his voice even when it's destroyed. Yeah, it's, it's different. The thing that is so sad, though, is that... So he had some music manager of his that embezzled a bunch of money from him, right? Yeah. So he finds out after he's married and has, like... I think he had, like, five kids with his second wife. Mm-hmm. Um that he had nothing, that the yeah. person had taken all of his money or whatever. Oh, wow. So what he started doing was peddling his music to movie studios. In the mid-90s, he would like go and be like, my catalog is for sale. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're interested, you can put, you know, license these songs for, for movies. Yeah. Which is why I think that there is so much Harry Nilsson in You've Got Mail. Oh, yeah, Because it's okay. a very Nilsson-heavy soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also Goodfellas and Reservoir Dogs. dogs. Yeah. True. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think dogs, yeah. that that was where he, like, that was why he had a bit of a resurgence yeah. at that time is yeah. because things were in, songs were in movies. Yeah. Well, we'll get into all that when we do our head. Not, when I'm not here, here. When, when you guys when kick Kirk, me yeah, out. Yeah, take a, when, take when a vacation. You, when instead of a guest, you become a substitute co-host. <laughs> right. Uh, but for now, now, for some reason, for now, uh, we've reached the end of this Yay. episode. Yay. Aww, thanks for having me. Thanks for thanks coming for on. showing. Yeah, I love that this is literally just like what we would do yeah. normally. Oh yeah, this is what we would do at work. Kind of forgot when we were supposed to be working. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, look, we wrote about pop culture professionally, so this was all grist for the mill. Yeah, we yeah. You sure. were researching. Sure, we were definitely yeah. writing about music. Yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> we did it we did Yay. it together Aww. thanks again Katie thanks for having me and guys. thanks everybody for listening uh, go to musicraygun.com uh, slash playlists for all the videos uh, go to facebook.com slash musicraygun uh, for our Facebook page <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on all the social media at Paul Champanelli and Kirk what's yours uh, Twitter I wish I liked flan <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Instagram Kirk underscore Pinchon. I never figured out why I did an underscore. Okay. Well, probably because Kirk Pinchon was taken. No, I'm the only Kirk Pinchon there mm-hmm. is in the world. Uh, yes. Are you serious? I'm gonna say yes. I'm not even the only Paul Champanelli. I'm not the only Katie Willard. I'm gonna well, stick to my life. What are, what's your social media, Katie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at K A Willert. K A W I L L E R T. 
And uh, After Hours is the web series on Cracked. Yes, on Cracked.com. We're in, in almost seven years we've been doing it. We wow. had a new episode come out today about... Um, about how 90s movies taught us to hate and want to kill adults. Oh. Oh, any other projects that you want to plug? Uh, Even old stuff. Yeah. Stuff that people, you want their eyes on something you did years ago. Maybe. Oh, I mean, we'll watch those videos. We'll put the links up. Watch yes. the sandwich video. Jesus. Also, and 77 exercises. Oh, my God. The sandwich video is amazing. Uh, well, okay. Um, I have a business venture that is mm-hmm. coming out shortly, but if you follow me on social media... Uh, you will, you know, get me privy to it. That's really okay. mysterious. Yeah, yeah, that's me, mystery. That's <laughs> how you sell yourself. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.